0: Welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. So nice to have you here. I'm excited about today's episode because I feel like it's a topic that we don't hear about a lot, and I'm really excited to talk about it. It feels a little gossipy. We are talking today about fast furniture. A little bit of background on this episode. In October, our friend of the podcast, Ashley Piper, she is the author of Give a Shit, a two-time podcast guest, and just a wonderful, wonderful human, incredible eco-educator. Ashley, in October, again, spoke to the New York Times on fast furniture for an article that I'll go ahead and link in the show notes. And after I read that article, after I read her quote, I kind of became obsessed with the concept of fast furniture because it's so in our face. It is so, so prevalent in our worlds, in our consumer society. And yet I feel like no one is talking about what a huge problem fast furniture is and what it means for sustainability and all the work that we're trying to do when it comes to consumer choice and buying better and buying local and all of these things. The term fast furniture sounds very similar to fast fashion, and that's because it kind of is. Fast furniture is furniture that's designed to be disposable. So these are pieces that are relatively inexpensive, they are mass produced, and they are low quality. Again, these are home items, home furnishings that are literally designed to go in the trash in a short period of time. When we talk about scale and timelines when it comes to fast furniture, of course, it is not as short as fast fashion. We say that the average garment is worn seven times before it is thrown out, but a piece of fast furniture could last you a few months, it could last you a year, it could last you a couple years. The point is that it's just not made to be with you for life. Material is kind of a dead giveaway in addition to price and accessibility of a product, so a lot of Fast Furniture is made from particle board, it's covered in laminate or a veneer, and very often the shops that we're associating with Fast Furniture are the shops where we're also associating low cost or easy access. Again, we're thinking that fast furniture is pieces that are being mass produced. So we're thinking about shops like Ikea. We're thinking about Wayfair. Some of the lines at Target, like the Home Essentials lines, Ikea is kind of like the Shein of fast furniture, so we're going to go ahead and talk about Ikea in a minute, but I first want to talk about an item that we may already have an image of in our heads. It's from that Home Essentials line of Target I just mentioned. If you're in another country, I'm sure that there is a very comparable item when I mention this. I'm thinking of an 8-cube organizer that's kind of synonymous with the college dorm room. It's made out of particle board. It's assembled with little plastic pegs. It's literally designed to be thrown in a dumpster when you move out of that dorm in nine months. That is fast furniture. It's something that you can buy anywhere during that dorm move-in season. It's something that is low quality. Again, it's particle board. It's little plastic pegs holding it together. It's relatively inexpensive because it's going into a dorm room, and you are okay not being emotionally attached to this piece of furniture. You're okay with throwing it out when it's time for you to move on to your next place. Now switching gears a little bit, I want to talk about IKEA. IKEA is kind of the biggest and baddest when it comes to fast furniture globally. I found a great blog post about the waste associated with fast furniture from a writer and sustainability educator named Heidi Bischoff, and I will go ahead and link that piece in the show notes. But I wanted to share this really fascinating piece of information about an IKEA bookshelf. IKEA makes 15 Billy bookcases a minute. So this is a bookcase that is covered in veneer. It's made out of particle board. And more than 60 million Billy bookcases have been produced. I'm sure it's more because this article was published in 2019. Now, this was the part that was also wild to learn. Bloomberg now uses this specific Ikea Billy bookcase as an economic index. These bookcases are the cheapest to buy in Europe, according to this article that I'll link again in the show notes. And the price of these bookcases is being used to gauge consumer spending and the value of the Euro. The most clear sustainability problem with fast furniture is waste. These are disposable items, and we should be thinking of them and their life cycles pretty similarly to how we think about buying fast fashion or single-use plastics. I said at the top of the episode, the timelines for fast furniture is a little bit more murky than things like fast fashion or single-use plastics. But again, these are items that are not intended for you to have for an extended period of time. They are not built to last. And they are not items that are so personal or so perhaps deeply thought about at the point of purchase because they're not intended to be in your life. Quick break to tell you about our sponsor today, Caraway. I've heard so much about Caraway cookware, and I am so, so excited to talk to you about them today. Caraway feels internet famous. Their cookware sets are a staple for any home. They come in so many beautiful colors to fit any design aesthetic. And Caraway Home's non toxic kitchen wares are all designed for the modern home, featuring a chemical free ceramic coating so your food can be prepared with a peace of mind and there are no hard to produce chemical compounds leaching into your healthy ingredients. All Caraway sets come equipped with easy access storage solutions so that no stacking is required. Gone are the days of misplacing your lids. Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFEs, PFOAs, or anything else hard to pronounce. Ceramic is a really fabulous material for this cookware to be made out of because it's naturally a slick surface, so there's really minimal oil or butter required for those kind of slide-off-the-pan eggs. Very, very easy cleaning as well. And it is so well-loved. Over 30,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen set. It's time to try it for yourself. I personally find myself constantly reaching for my caraway Dutch oven, especially this time of year. I'm making a lot of soups. I'm putting things in the oven. I'm really enjoying this kind of like cozy home cooking phase of the year. I really love how easy it is to clean. Again, it's a really slick surface. I don't feel like I'm using a lot of oils and it always looks good on my kitchen stove. I have the cream color of the Dutch oven, but they have so many really beautiful colors to choose from on their site. Visit carawayhome.com slash ecochic to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for Chic listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash ecochic or use code Chic at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. I feel like fast furniture is a really fascinating problem to talk about in the context of society and psychology, I suppose, because we've kind of fallen into this consumer norm of buying home furnishings for this home right now. And we are okay with just updating our spaces in a couple of years. Whether you're renting or owning, we don't think very deeply about the furniture purchases that we make for the most part when we're talking about a general consumer society which is a little bit indicative i suppose of a cultural shift so is it so much that people are opting for fast furniture because of the economics because we want to buy cheaper pieces or is it that we've fallen into a time where people want to change their spaces more frequently or we've fallen into a time where there are more trends that folks are buying into i suppose all of these could be correct but again it's just an interesting concept and a huge problem when it comes to sustainability for whatever reason it may be that we are So ingrained in fast furniture culture. Now, I do want to say this. For all of its faults, fast furniture is a very hard problem to avoid. It is attractive to buy something inexpensive as opposed to spending $4 signs worth on a dining table or a desk or something else to furnish your short-term rental. The alternatives to buying fast furniture, of course, are buying secondhand. You could buy locally. You could thrift your furniture on Facebook Marketplace. You've got a lot of options when it comes to buying furniture secondhand. Even if you really want a particular inexpensive Wayfair bed frame, you have options to buying that beyond buying new directly from the site. The most sustainable option, of course, always across the board in anything, is just taking great care of what you have and using it for as long as possible. And just because you own something that's designed to be thrown away in a year, it doesn't necessarily mean you can't repurpose it or really love that 8-cube college organizer, whatever it may be. It's all about mindset. It's about how we care for our items. And even if you own something, again, it's making sure that it lasts as long as possible in furniture, in fashion, in everything. I feel like another really good tip when it comes to that point of purchase decision-making when it comes to furniture, whether you're buying fast furniture or secondhand furniture or anything... A good tip is thinking about what that item means for you long-term and if it fits your long-term goals and long-term style. And I want to give a specific example here that I learned on TikTok. I was served this video from like an interior designer, I believe she was. I wish I could find the video and refer back to it, but I think about it a lot. And the interior designer was basically giving tips about what she does and doesn't advise people to invest in their homes. And the number one example of things that she either repurposes or doesn't encourage folks to buy is a sectional for their living room. And typically that's because a sectional is measured out for your specific space or it's only as big or as small, I suppose, as the constraints of that space and what the wall configurations are. So when you move, it tends to be very difficult to find space for your sectional or put your sectional in a place that makes sense. So she instead was suggesting that folks buy either a single couch or two couches if they wanted that kind of sectional feel for their living room, because you could do a lot more with them long term. You could split them up, you could put them in different rooms, you could configure them differently, gives you a lot more options. So again, whether you're buying those couches from Ikea or Wayfair or some local upholstery people or secondhand or whatever it may be, you want to be thinking at that point of purchase what this large item means for your space today and what your space may be in three or four or 15 years. I hope this conversation got you thinking more deeply about this kind of nuanced under the table topic that is fast furniture. Again, it's all around us. And it's a problem that we don't really talk a whole lot about, but I want to talk about more. These are items that are filling our landfills. These are items that we're buying without thinking too deeply about them. And why is it when we talk so much about conscious consumerism and so many other aspects of our life and so many other aspects of our consumer choice, We never really acknowledge, again, the desk, the bed frame, the dresser, whatever it may be, that billy bookshelf. It's a hard problem to avoid. Again, I totally recognize that it is a financial privilege to buy furniture new, well-crafted, made to last, made out of natural materials. But we definitely have other options and we should be having more conversations about this. So I hope this is a conversation that got you thinking a little bit. I'd love to hear your thoughts, and I'd love to talk about this more in-depth with an expert in the future. If you're interested in learning more about more mindful home design beyond furniture, I'm going to link in the show notes a really in-depth, wonderful, valuable conversation that I held last fall with Amanda Gunawan. She is a really brilliant interior designer who shared a lot of thoughts about long-term, mindful, sustainable spaces. I think you'll enjoy that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. We will have so many links in the show notes to articles, to blog posts that I mentioned, that note about the Billy Bookcase being an economic index, and, of course, the article that started all of this for me where Ashley Pepper is linked from the New York Times. So with that, I hope you have a really fabulous day. I hope you learned a little something. If you did share this episode with a friend, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. You can rate and review wherever you're listening, on Spotify, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, Radio. And all of my social links are down below if you want to get in touch. With that, I hope you have a great day, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.